Hello, and welcome to the Pondering Theologian podcast. I am the host, Nathaniel. Today, uh, we'll be looking at a reflection or a sermon I gave uh, recently on the uh, uh, text from 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 16 through 21. Um, and the, the kind of overarching question that I pose uh, is, do I reflect the love of Christ? So as we, um, as we go through, kind of keep that question in the back of your mind. And I encourage you, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, anything that you want to bring into a conversation, I am so excited to have that conversation with anyone um, because we can always learn more from the scriptures when it becomes an interactive conversation. So you can reach out to me through email, ponderingtheologian at gmail.com, or you can go over to Instagram and interact with me there at ponderingtheologian. So let's start with reading 2 Corinthians. From now on, therefore, we regard no one from a human point of view. Even though we once knew Christ from a human point of view, we know him no longer in that way. So if anyone is in Christ, there is a new creation. Everything old has passed away. See, everything has become new. All this is from God, who reconciled us to himself through Christ, and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. That is, in Christ God, was reconciled the world to himself, not counting their trespass against them, and entrusting the message of reconciliation to us. So we are ambassadors for Christ. Since God is making this appeal through us, we entreat you, on behalf of Christ, be reconciled to God. For the sake he made him to be sin, who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. <clears throat> Have you ever walked into some place or worked someplace or in school or wherever it might be and you saw someone and you felt that there was something about them? You made a deduction, you had a premonition about their character, you made a, had a presumption about the type of person, uh, you made a calculation, you made a judgment, all of, all of those different type of analyzing words, if you will. Have you noticed, though, that sometimes subtle change in your mind and the setting of your attitude towards that person? Everything after that in your interaction becomes confirmation bias that you did, pardon me, you do or you don't like this person. Have you noticed this happen to you? Uh, We all do it sometimes. Uh, Let me give you an example from my experience. I'll tell you, hindsight is both beautiful and a terrible gift. Uh, I worked within the restaurant industry years ago, um, and I was at the particular restaurant for about five years. Uh, If you've never worked in the restaurant industry before, it is a fast pace, has high turnover, and you are constantly uh, getting used to making quick judgments about people. 
Uh, when I first arrived at this particular kitchen, I hired on with three other gentlemen. We spent a week training together, and then we competed, unbeknownst to us, to some extent for hours. Of the three other guys I hired on with, my initial impression was that one of them was someone I would like to know better. One guy I was indifferent to, and one guy seemed like just an arrogant bugger I did not want to work with. He wore incorrect dress code for the first few days. He was constantly volunteering to finish the work that I was learning to do and just rubbed me the wrong way. Uh, off of that first impression, you could imagine that I was open and conversational with the guy I had a positive perception of in those first few days. And the one I did not, I initially, in retrospect, was pretty much a jerk of my own. Uh, my confirmation bias found that he was constantly annoying me. After a, a few weeks, though, I learned that I had made an incorrect perception of those two gentlemen on either side of my spectrum of like and do not like. The one I liked ended up being a backstabbing know-it-all that ultimately would be an ally to someone who physically tried to attack me on the job. And the one I did not like as it turned out, became one of my best friends for years, and we ended up standing in each other's weddings together. Off of my initial perceptions, though, evaluating without facts, I ended up being prejudiced towards that gentleman. It was very unkind. I did not in many ways show much Christian love to them. Uh, but as our scripture points out today, I never looked at those people I worked with in any other eyes but as normal human beings. I was looking at them as a normal human, not considering them as anything other than the same old creation that had been on earth since God set Adam and Eve in the garden. Even in this idea of looking at others as human, we can miss the deeper mark that is prevalent from Genesis throughout the First Testament into the Second Testament. We are created in the image of God. And even then, as we see in today's reading, we are still looking through the wrong lens. As we read, uh, Paul writes in verse 16, From now on, therefore, we regard no one from a human point of view. Even though we once knew Christ from a human point of view, we know him no longer in that way. So if anyone is in Christ, there is a new creation. Everything old has passed away. See, everything has become new. Everything has become new. So how do we look at our, our neighbors? How do we look at our brothers and sisters? All those people around us. How do we see them? As we lead up to Easter here in 2022, we, we know that God, through the being of Jesus on the cross, gave all humankind salvation. Salvation is the very thing that will take us from this life, from our earthly and sinful state, into heaven and eternity. It has done and completed and continues to be completed every day through Jesus. And it is for every single being on this earth across time and place, more transcendent than we can express or perceive. 
that salvation that happens on the cross through Jesus Christ is for you, each and every one of you listening, everyone else around you that you may see or hear. Um, when we accept Jesus into our hearts, it says that we are a new creation. The old has shed away. Like the blood of Jesus on the cross, it is shed from us. And like the resurrection, we are a new life. And there are two key takeaways that I hope you who are listening um, grasp. Uh, the first is that if you have truly accepted Jesus, you are a new creation in and through Christ. Which means that you should look at the world and your place in it differently than someone who has not accepted Jesus. You should not look out at the world and see someone walk down the street and think ill of them. Because through Jesus, through your new creation, you should see someone that is loved by God. And that is someone that you should care about. The second point plays off the first, and it is that the atoning and saving work of Jesus Christ is for everyone. Through Jesus Christ, everyone is offered salvation. Jesus did not send uh, Jesus did not just die for your sins or for the sins of everyone in your family or everyone at your church, at your school, everyone in your denomination, everyone in the church in North America. He died for every single being on earth. Doesn't matter your nationality, your ethnic class, your creed, your socioeconomic status, whether you're Christian, you're Muslim, you're young, you're old, everything in between and beyond, through Jesus Christ, not a being on earth is not offered salvation. Through Jesus Christ, they are not merely a human being, they are loved and cherished, and every single being is made in the image of God. Not simply another human. All those outside the doors, wherever you are, are not simply another American citizen. Uh, if you're here in the U.S. or wherever you are, you know, it, it, they're not simply another citizen of a nation or person. They are a child of God, changed and offered salvation and grace beyond what any of us can ever merit of our own accord. Now, if God loves every single person so much that God was willing to become a human, to join the creation formed at the dawn of time in a form bound by the laws of nature, why do we not at least love everyone else around us? Why do we not love everyone the same? We are not simply humans, we are beyond simple eyes. We are creations that are reborn in Jesus Christ's resurrection. And through that, we are created anew to love and treat everyone as children of God. None of us are perfect, but that is not an excuse to do anything less than love everyone. Our judgments are imperfect and often misplaced. From the moment we meet someone, whether in a new job, on the street, in class, in business, in leisure, wherever it is you go, your actions should always, firstly, be rooted in love and seen through the loving grace that we are given through Jesus Christ. 
The challenge for you today is to be purposeful when you walk out of the doors of wherever you are or wherever you are joining uh, the, the podcast today. Purposely look at everyone with love, without judgment. That isn't ours to begin with. And with the grace offered to you, Jesus died for everyone. Hitler, St. Teresa, Stalin, Dr. King Jr., Putin, John Calvin, Belshar, Al-Assad, Harriet Tubman, and everyone in between and beyond. Not a single being Christ did not die for and chose continuous love towards. Should you, if you are a Christian, show lesser love than Christ? I implore you this day to ask yourself that question. Do I show less love than Christ shows me? Write it down. Reflect on it every day this week. Do not put it off till tomorrow. Do it today. Do I show less love than Jesus Christ shows me? Make a list of those that you show the least amount of love. Those that you loathe. Make that list. And identify the people that you need to love. I think we'll call it there for today. That's all kind of heavy and uh, is a difficult task for anyone. So, as always, I hope you're doing well. I hope you'll join me in this conversation. Email me at ponderingtheologian at gmail.com or go over to Instagram at Pondering Theologian. Interact with me there. I hope that you will share your thoughts, your concerns, questions, whatever it may be. And I hope that you have a good day. Thanks for listening.